Play it, play it, play it, play it. We are gay like a fruit. We are looking like a snack. You are listening to Fruit Snacks. Uh, I'm already so over this. <laughs> I'm nervous. Like, I'm like nervous recording right now. I'm so irritated. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Fruit Snacks. Or wait, how does it <laughs> It's been so long, I don't even know how this shit goes. I'm Brian. And I'm Shane. And you're listening to Fruit Snacks. Well, that was a good opening that time pop. You guys, I am so sorry about this. I just spent, what, like an, an hour trying to figure out this audio bullshit? Yeah, like 20 minutes. I was like, this next podcast, we're going to get audio together. We're going to do this, <laughs> do that. I'm like really trying, you guys. So if this audio sounds like crap, dookie squat, bougie boo, boo, dookie doo, I'm Spell so it. sorry. <laughs> B-O-O-O, you, 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 I'm so over this already. I'm not. I'm excited, but I'm like so nervous to be recording right now. It's like it feels like really familiar, but also really foreign again. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys, as you know, we've been on a hiatus. This is our first episode back for season two in like four months, give or take. Yeah, yeah. we stopped recording in November, but I think our last episode posted Came was like out December, December. Or something. Yeah, yeah. So for this first episode, you guys, literally, this is going to be just a catch up. We have nothing important to talk about but ourselves because we know that you guys love to hear about what's going on in our You're lives. obsessed with us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're just going to be like dropping bombs left and right about all the things that have been like litty, litty, lit, lit in our life. So um, let's begin. Uh, I'm still single. <laughs> so that i'm thriving okay i gained some weight work um same though i've been fighting depression you know she be trying to knock on this door i'm like no one's home so what's up with that um no i'm just kidding shane tell the tell the listeners like the big news the 411 the big news the big news what's the big news about where you're at where we're recording okay well because like a ton of big things have happened to me my life has been turned upside down well not turned upside down that makes sound like a bad thing it's done a 180 yeah um all for the better i like to believe but um can we really get into it though like the gush because some of the gush. no we're getting into the gush and i don't I give a fuck that word. i don't even give a fuck because honestly the last year people were like shane doesn't get into it as much as i want him to and i was like people don't say okay that. We'll bring it out. So I'm going to correct you because I know all the deets. So I'm going to let you give the listeners what you want to give. And then we're about to be real messy right now because <laughs> I'm about to bring it all out, all of it. Okay. Well, we're going to be respectful in the way that we speak, but I don't have to respect anyone. I'm not in any relationship. I'm not. I'm single. This is probably why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get too gushy. Go ahead. Um, sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll just take it all the way back to the beginning, basically from where we stopped recording. Uh-huh. Um, because this happened before we stopped recording, um, but I was like not in a place to be talking about it, <clears throat> and it's not how I wanted to end a season. Um, so just before we wrapped season one, so around October, November, uh-huh. um, my relationship of two years like ended for good. <gasps> no, can you believe? Oh, I can't can believe. believe. Oh, oh my god. Um, it was not my decision that was made. And the reasons that were given to me as to why the relationship ended was essentially the reasoning that I had given a year prior when I ended the relationship, um, which were along the lines Get, of like, let, big in. life changes. Okay. No, 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 no. Well, no. I am like big life changes, things 
he was going through things that like he felt he needed no, to work no, through. No, 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 no. I want I want deeds, okay? Because these are deeds. No, they're not. Give okay, us, what do you want? What do you want to know? Okay. No, don't say that because that's some generic bullshit. I'm, I'm and about I'm, to I'm ask. doing exactly I'm what I'm about to ask. Okay, well, okay, go ahead. let me interview you. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Go so a year ago, why did you break up with him? Um, I was in a really, really, really bad mental place, which uh-huh. is like I talked about it on the podcast. I was in a really bad depression. Um, I felt like I didn't know how to pull myself through any of it, let yeah. alone a relationship as well. Yeah. Um, and I just felt like that was unfair to both of us, mostly him, but to both of us in terms of like me feeling like I needed to maintain this relationship when I didn't know how to maintain myself. Sure. And then now cut to the... <clears throat> Cut to the second reason why, or the yeah. second time you guys broke up. Yeah, which was, was like literally a year to the day later. Oh, from the first time, right? Mm-hmm. I thought I was like, all right. I was like, you have not no, been single no, no, for a year. No. Okay, I was about to be like, okay, let's not lie. <laughs> and then now he broke up with you. Yes. And why? It was literally the same reasoning as what I was given. That he was going through too much and he couldn't facilitate Yeah, he was like moving through a lot of big life changes. And he was like, I don't feel like I'm giving you and this relationship my all. So Okay, which is fair. Do you think that's honest? Uh, I did in the moment. And then now what? Where are we at? Where, give me the deets. I have just heard through like different um, friends and people that I am not that closely associated with anymore um, that there were other reasonings that bordered on the lines of like cheating, but I don't have any Wait. confirmation from him. Yeah. Allegedly. We yeah, have to say all allegedly. Of this is like, but that's why I say like, this is all stuff that I've heard through other people. Right. So I don't, I can't sit here and bash him and say like, I know he was cheating. I know that he was out doing this with right. this person. Like, I don't know that for sure, but what I have been able to do or what I've told myself I need to do is I've taken that reasoning and moved on assuming that that's the reality of it mm-hmm. because it helps me move on. Right. You know, because I don't want to sit here and dwell and I don't, at the end of the day, what I knew in my mind was like the relationship was over for good. Right. Like the first time around I felt like I had fucked up and there was a relationship worth salvaging this time around. I didn't feel like that energy or that um, optimism was there. Right. Um, So I took the little information that I potentially had or could make up enough of a story in my head with and moved on because I needed to. And so we moved on. Where are we moving on to? (laughs) We moved on to Long Beach, California. Because I got my chance to LA. He's an LA based bitch now. LA based bitch now. (laughs) So you guys know what that means. More current episodes. We don't have to backlog. <laughs> um, so where are you living? Currently in your bed. <laughs> Literally. Hey, roommate. Currently in your bed or a layover. <laughs> um, yeah, so that happened. My breakup happened mid-October. And about a month and a half later, we got an email from our company. So it's like a gift from the universe for all of this to kind of come Literally, to an end yeah. and be like, let me close this chapter in New York yeah. because there ain't nothing here for me. Yeah, for sure. And there are things there. Like I definitely miss friends who are out there right. and like watching their Instagram stories makes me feel a little FOMO. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel a little left out, but in a good way where I'm at least happy that I'm looking back at those people and places in the city with like good memories. Right. Because um, there was like a point us. where I don't think I would have. Yeah. Um, so I am happy that I was there as long as I was, um, which also in all fairness to him and his side of all of this, uh, we had had a conversation earlier at the start of last year when we were officially getting back together. Um, and 
in this conversation, I mentioned that he was my main reason for being in the city still. Mm -hmm. And he felt like that applied a lot of pressure to him, Mm -hmm. um, which I understood because my reasoning for ending things the first time around, or one of my reasonings was that I felt like he was moving out to LA for me and that applied a lot of pressure to me. Well, I, okay. Coming from a friend, you knew I was always like skeptical of the relationship. Yeah. Like even the first time you introduced. Well, you're skeptical of like every relationship. I'm uh, skeptical of like relationships in general. Yeah. But I remember the first time I met him, I was, you were like, you looked over at me and you're like, what do you think? Like kind of that look of like, and I was like, "Mm -mm." (laughs) and you're like, why? And I was like, I'll tell you later. (laughs) It had nothing to do with him. As I just just felt like energy wise, it was not gonna work. But I was like, I'll let you play house. Go ahead, do a little <laughs> deal a relationship, do a little thing. Meet me up in about a year or so. See what happens, and then guess who's right? So well, it lasted two years. I'm an oracle. Two full years. Two full years. So are you dating anyone right now? I am. Ooh, ooh. oh, she moves quick. It actually was really quick. So after the breakup. Okay. How the fuck am I single for six years? (laughs) Yeah, you can just bounce one dick to the next and be, like, all committed and shit. Like, look at me, though. What about you? I'm stunning. Mm. See, that's what happens Um, when you're white. You just get whatever you want. (laughs) Us black folks really have to work hard, okay? We go through trauma. You get kicked out of the house from your parents, okay? Then you go through one relationship failed after another relationship failed. Then you have to pick yourself up off the floor, sopping mess, and work through it like Harriet Tubman, okay? I'm like the modern-day Harriet Tubman, okay? But you're Black Panther. You're Harriet. You're Rosa. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then, look, here I am, thriving. I don't even know where I was going with that. But how do you always get relationships? And I'm sitting here like... Okay, well, like, here's the thing. After my relationship ended, I was in a very, like... I felt really... um, I felt internally confident, Uh like, within myself and on my own. I was, of course, very, like, sad about the breakup. And I went through moments where I would just, like... I wouldn't bust into tears, but I would start crying. And I'd be like, oh, this really sucks because it's detaching myself from a normality that I Mm -hmm. had become accustomed to. Um, but in feeling confident within myself, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to sleep with people that I've been like, this would probably work if I wasn't in a relationship. And then the first person you slept with, you fall in love with. (laughs) No, not true. Okay. Well, one of the first, so who gives a shit? So anyways, um, a month after my breakup, uh, get there faster. A friend of mine Uh had introduced me to someone who was based out on the West coast. He's a flight attendant for the same company. In my, like, slutty state of mind, I was like, oh, I'm going to get it in. He looks like a fuckboy. I'm going to move on, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then he, like, kept investing and kept picking up trips and layovers to come to New York and was FaceTiming me all the time. And it was, like, nice. It was a nice little relief from reality, if you will. Um, And it's just all sort of progressed from there. And nothing has been made official. I would definitely, like, when people reference, oh, you went out with your boyfriend? I was like... Yeah, because it's just easier to say that than to be like, well, we haven't talked about it and mm-hmm. we haven't made it one another, each other's boyfriend or whatever. But um, like when I introduce him, I just say like, oh, this is so-and-so. Right. Yeah. And then I move on with the conversation. You guys are boyfriends. I've I've hung out with them quite a bit. I've seen them interact quite a bit. They are very boyfriend-esque. The, the motherfucker has been in my motherfucking bed. Okay. That's how shady <laughs> Shane is, right? You, you invited him. Don't even. You Let invited me tell the him. story. You practically begged me to sleep with him in so, your bed. So <laughs> when I'm gone on a trip, because me and Shane are sharing a bed currently, he fucks the boy in my bed. Not true. Not once has that happened. He'd be like eating the booty in the bed. He'd be like sucking the dick in the bed. 
that's happened. Okay. <laughs> so don't lie to the listeners, okay? But my my ass is like, I'm so single. Don't wash the sheets. Make me feel like I'm a part of something. <laughs> but just to add end a period on that, mm. Shane's coming back to LA. Well, he's been back I've since been back. February. Yeah. The boo, the boo thing that he got connected with was San Francisco-based. Got to transfer to LA at the same time. So mm-hmm. that is a gift from the universe to yeah. bring you guys together. Yeah. And then Shane's moving in. So we're roommates all over again. Yeah. So what that means for the podcast is that we can actually do weekly episodes that are like legit weekly. Yeah. I know I mentioned it earlier, like we don't have to bank, but like legit. And then we can actually like interview people and like actually have like other voices than our annoying voices 24 seven for 52 episodes. I was thinking of um, our like wants or goals Uh that we left off with Uh at the end of season one. And I was like, wow, a lot of those are like already fulfilled simply because... I'm out here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like we can interview more people. We can do the social media thing together. We can right. like not bank episodes right. and feel like things are outdated by the time they air. Exactly. Um, yeah. So hopefully now when you guys respond to things that happen within an episode, we know what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Because you're <laughs> like, a little more the current. episode that you guys respond to, we're like, wait, what the fuck? That was like two yeah. months ago. <laughs> but yeah, that's all good. Yeah. Um, with me... I um, got a psychic reading Mm -hmm. and it kind of fucked my world up. This was probably like thinking back over the past four months. This was probably one of your biggest like bookmark moments. I know. And it's crazy. So I'm going to get, I'm going to blow through this. You guys, if you want me to go through an in-depth of my psychic reading um, comment, that would be a good Instagram TV. I agree. Um, We'll do that. Pause the episode right now. And then just write us on our Instagram at fruit snacks pod. Be like, Hey, go into depth. If you want to hear my psychic reading, because honestly, this bitch was the one. Okay. Because even like me, I'm not, I'm very skeptical with that shit. Like horoscope psychics tarot card readings i'm like whatever i'm skeptical about religion i'm like truth reality is fact for me yeah but honestly like the way she spoke to my spirit guides and translated those messages to me i was like i need to hear this but it's really fucked up my life right now because like all these things but i only say that because like in in the in the reading i asked three questions like what does my love life look like what is my family dynamic and then also um what is my career success and she mentioned the podcast not knowing much about it mm-hmm. like or anything at all yeah. and um it was funny because she was just like keep talking that's where you that's your lane like keep talking keep talking and so here i am and after getting the reading which was on january 1st cuz i wanted like a big new year's kind of rebirth um Everything fell into place after that, you know, because mm-hmm. we said we were going to start recording again in February, even though it's March. But yeah. we said we were going to shoot for February. And now I got my transfer you got your in transfer in February, yeah. you know, and then we're like close like that. And then like we get an extra microphone from our friend Robo. Thanks, Robert. Thank you, Robert. Investing Thanks, in the Red. podcast for us. Um, and we were talking about how we wanted a third person always uh-huh. and we got a third mic and then like we talked about merchandise and mer- exactly my cousin's husband reached out you, and was Steve. like hey we can hook you up so I we're saw. gonna have some merchandise coming yeah. out shortly nothing extreme but it's a start no, but it's exciting yeah it's exciting yeah. so it's just weird that everything is so and it's all by it's all through like the support and love of other people yeah but with that said my life completely is like the same yeah <laughs> well here's the thing with my love life 
It's non-existent, okay? Just to give you guys a little backstory. Well, actually, this is funny that I'm talking about this because I feel like everything... I don't know that it's non-existent. I don't know that that's a good term. Okay, let's not say non-existence, but let, let me let me give you a little backstory as to, like, what's going on with me. Because mm-hmm. everyone's always like, Brian, are you dating someone? And I'm like, no, nigga. Same shit. New day, bitch. <laughs> um, but, like, long story short... I mean, okay, I'm not, I'm going to be so candid right now because I know this person that I'm about to talk about listens to the podcast. Um, I mean, not religiously, but... You're going to talk to... Uh, you're going to name them? Yeah, I'm not going to name them. I'm yeah, not going to no. name them, but I'm just going to talk about them very candidly. And if they hear this, they already know what's up. So it's not like it's a big secret, but I'm about to be real sad right now. Um, At some point, the name's going to come out of your mouth. I'm like, sure it is. We'll just bleep bleep. Let me get my phone ready so I can like <laughs> timestamp time this. Stamp. <laughs> um, so... Uh, See, I can't even get it out because I'm already, like, upset. Um, so through this psychic reading, um, my the psychic kind of painted this idea of this person that I'm going to fall in love with. And then she was like, I'm confident to tell you that you are going to find someone and mm-hmm. this person's going to be your everything, blah, blah, blah. And then with the, uh, the other random details that she was giving me throughout the psychic reading with numbers and physicality of what this person looked like, there was never a name. There was never, like, an actual person. But it was just like, this person's going to be white with brown hair, about this age, blah, blah. I thought it was someone that... Um, already existed in my life. Mm-hmm. The only thing is that this person is straight, um, identifies as straight. And I don't know if you guys listened to our other episode um, about soulmates, but I told mm. Shane through the soulmate episode that I was like, I feel like the next person I'm going to fall in love with is going to be a straight person. And you were like, how is that possible? If they identify as straight, that doesn't make any sense. So I was like, I agree. But the idea of them and our connection being so close that they're like, I want to be with you. Everything else that should matter doesn't matter because I love you that much. It's that whole idea that love is enough. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like felt that romantic vibe from that. But I was like, again, it could be fan fiction. Like, I don't know if that's actually going to be my storyline, yeah. but it could be whatever. And so me and this guy were completely hitting it off. Like, I was thinking about this person 24-7. We got into a little um, kerfuffle, like a argument. And the way he handled um, the conflict resolution out of it made me feel like, wow, this is someone I could totally respect and respond right. to. In because, a relationship. In a relationship. Because yeah. I, 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 for me, I don't see the successes of the relationship or the happy moments of what's going to define the success of the relationship. What I see is like the trouble and how we navigate through that. That's where I'm like, okay, that could be a successful relationship because yeah. anybody could be happy with anyone. Um, but when they start getting nasty, that's when I'm like, okay, let's, mm-hmm. let's recorrect, you know, let's, let's try to figure out what's going on. And the way he responded to any time we've had an issue has been like perfect. And the way he like tells me things, about what I mean to him and stuff, it just felt very more than friends. Mm. And I think part of that was me um, creating that narrative, right? Yeah. But then also, like, the psychic reading being like, oh, my God, this is it, this is it, this mm-hmm. is it. It's not, you guys. It was not it. Um, I had the conversation with this person, and I was like, hey. Um, and I told him, I was like, hey, you know, I had the psychic reading. Um, I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but I actually thought it was you the whole time. Like, Every time a new detail came up, it felt like it was speaking to you, right? Like yeah. it was speaking about you. Um, and so then from that experience, my heart kind of started warring wild. And through therapy, like my therapist was like, Brian, you need to tap into your gut, react to your gut, do what feels right. And in my gut, I was like, I need to tell this person I love them. 
Well, because your gut is more emotion-based rather than exactly. logic-based. And you're very logic-forward. Logic. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, like, the balance of that is, like, my gut won't steer me in the wrong direction because my logic kicks in way too strong for me mm-hmm. to look stupid, right? And so my gut was telling me, like, you need to tell him how you feel. And, yeah. like, if it does go awry, at least you know and you can go from there. And I told him everything that I've been feeling and how much he's meant to me over the course of the past few months and like our relationship and our friendship and long story short, I asked in essence, do you ever think we could be a thing? And point blank simple. He said, no. Mm -hmm. And I knew that that was the answer considering what he's like said earlier, but I just thought in my head, like Brian, this is like what you've been wanting, right? Mm -hmm. Like you've gone through so much that, maybe this is your like, yes, right? Like this yeah. is your chance to be like, yeah, this is what you wanted. This is what you not necessarily work towards because it's not like you need to work right. towards a relationship, but this is kind of what you hoped for. Yeah. And my world kind of came crashing down when he said no. And even though, like I said, I knew the answer, it still hit me like a ton of bricks. And after that conversation, he was just like, does that mean we can't hang out anymore? And I was like, to be honest, I don't know. I was like, I want to say we can still be close and friends, but I was like, this for surprisingly changes things for me Mm -hmm. Um, because I was like I think I was living in that fantasy land in my head and I preferred it where I could feel like I was connected even though I was writing that story and now that I know the reality it's almost like um, being in a relationship and being cheated on and not knowing you were cheated on and everything they do when they tell you they love you and stuff you're still connected but then once you find out they cheated and they still are like I love you you're like no you don't you know, like stop. But yeah. if you didn't know they cheated, you would still think that they were madly, deeply in love. Right. And I think that's the thing. It's like the the curtain was unveiled and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. You know? Well, questions, comments, and concerns. Okay. I don't think that your world came crashing down because of him per se. I think he was the catalyst for feeling that way. Right. But I think that because of this sense of loneliness that you've had leading up to this moment and then feeling like you were connected with him or right. potentially with somebody else. Right. The the veil being pulled back from what was being masked almost like mm-hmm. by your emotions was sort of this like blunt force that didn't hit you unexpectedly because you said you kind of knew that answer already. Right. But it hit you in a way that made you feel like all of that came crumbling in mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. rather than like oh, it was just a no from him, but I'll be okay because there's, you know, this possibility or, like, right. this will happen. I feel like you, especially after your reading, had put a lot of energy That's and the focus That's into him specifically. Yes. So it was That like, psychic, honestly, yeah, fucked she me fucked up. up. <laughs> she fucked me up. I would say you get your up. money back, but you didn't pay. No, she, I didn't pay, <laughs> but I'm still here for everything. I know. I you know, know. I think I what know. she was saying was still true. I think that yeah. that person is still out there for me. Um, it's not this person that I thought it was. Which is why I challenged you to still be emotionally vulnerable. I am emotionally vulnerable, but I I shouldn't say I am. I'm trying to be, which I think I've actually been successful at. Like, yeah, I agree. You know, um, but this is what also fucked me up too. Within that same week, motherfucking Brendan, my ex, he shows up in town. I don't even know if he's still in LA. He could have been LA. He's he. I know he was in LA. Yeah. Um. I saw his face on a mutual Instagram of a friend that we both are friends with, and it was the friend was like, "So glad Brendan's in town. It was so good to see him." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. instantly my heart dropped, and I was like, "Okay, what's going on?" Yeah. Like, let's check in, Brian. And you went through it though. I went through it. Okay. 
not through it through it because it doesn't affect me that much anymore. But like I went through it within that that morning. Yeah. Like it was the first thing I saw in the morning, and I was like, oh shit, this is not good. Yeah. And it's weird because I don't feel like I want to be with him. Hmm. But I think what I'm more hurt about is that like we were so close at one point, and since he lives in Australia, I know it's a big journey to get to LA, LA. and. I would pay him the same respect if I was in Australia visiting. Mm-hmm. I would be like, hey, I'm in town. Let me know if you can get together. But I didn't get a text. I didn't get any reach out. Again, like he moved on. He got married. I get it. But I still feel like we were friends enough to say like what's going on. And especially like the person that posted the picture with him. Like we were definitely more close mm-hmm. than the, that relationship. And I'm like, yeah, that's just weird to me. And on top of that, like – he doesn't follow me on Instagram yet. Anything I post on my Instagram story, I see him looking at it. So I'm like, you're already trying to figure out what I'm doing while you're But he here. doesn't follow you. He does not follow me. Yeah. So I'm like, you have to actively search mm-hmm. to find me then to look at it. Yeah. Which again is all fine, but I just, I don't know. I guess it's again, me just writing this narrative and people were to say like, well, why don't you reach out, you know? And I thought about it and, you know, me and you've had that conversation mm-hmm. of like the pros and cons of it, but I don't know if I'm in a place to reach out considering the last straight relationship that I just had that ended. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So you guys, I, another point for you to write into us. Should I reach out? Well, oh, <laughs> no, I mean, it's Should too I late now. Out? I feel like it would have been worth it if you were going to see him, but at this point, why? And like, you brought up a good point when, <clears throat> when you were debating that morning, like, should I reach out to him? Should I not? I told you yes, because you were so, caught up in that idea and you were already thinking about like what you would say and like how you how you would approach it but you brought up a really valid point when you were talking about you about how you knew you would get emotional and more than likely like cry in front Mm -hmm. of him but that those tears wouldn't be coming from him per se it's just like the buildup of again everything you just talked about And you didn't want that misconception of it being like, oh, you're so stuck on him six years later that mm-hmm. you're like crying in front mm-hmm. of him kind mm-hmm. of thing. Totally. Because I, I I told Shane, I was like, if I were to see him and we were to hug each other, I think I would just break down because I think yeah. that that loss of that relationship is what I'm crying about, but not because of that relationship. Uh-huh. You know, it's just the idea that like, I don't have anyone and I feel like I'm fighting a lot on my own to like survive that it would be nice to just have someone when I get back and be like, Hey, how was your day? Which I don't have, which I also don't need. I've been fine for six years, but I think I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, things seem to be settled career wise. I'm fine. Uh, Mentally I'm in a very clear place. Physically I'm okay. Um, But like emotionally, I just, I, my heart is yearning for that connection, you know? I think that's um, basic human instinct to want that though. I agree. And so that's why I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if I were to see him, I would cry because that was the last connection I had to that deep emotion. Yeah. And it wouldn't be crying because it's him. It's just be crying about the idea that that's no longer there, mm-hmm. not between us, but in general. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't have that. Yeah. Well, and we're in, we're in a place, you know, in our early thirties where a lot of our friends around us have those life companions. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you're so used to seeing everybody else Mm -hmm. in that, that it almost emphasizes the fact, not that you don't have it in a depressing way, but that it just doesn't exist for you right now. Right. You know, and I think that that makes it louder in your mind. Then if, if you had, you know, a group of friends that weren't in relationships like that, you'd probably mm-hmm. be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you might think about it from time to time, but I don't think you would be like wanting it as intensely as you do now. I agree. Yeah. And honestly, like 
Um, so like, because think about when we were in our young twenties, like all sleeping with each other. Oh like, my god, we didn't give a fuck about didn't a relationship. Give a fuck. <laughs> like literally, didn't give a fuck about a relationship. Yeah. Um, and I wish I was that stupid again. <laughs> Like, honestly, speaking of sucking dick, complete I know, side I was note, thinking about this earlier. Bitch, you guys, allegedly, I sucked a passenger's dick. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. It didn't actually happen, but if it did, let me explain a story, okay? <laughs> if I actually sucked a passenger's dick, this is probably how it would go down. But again, it didn't happen because it's alleged. Right. Okay? So, ooh, this is good. As I'm sitting here like, oh, I have no one. Um... I did suck a dick because I was like feeling bad about myself, but then this made me feel better for 2.5 seconds until it was over. And I was like, why did I fucking do that? But I would do it again. Um, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I would do it again. Maybe not with him, but some yeah, other not dick. with him, I mean. Um, y'all, listen to this story. So <laughs> I can't even get it out because it's so bad. Um, so allegedly, I sucked a passenger's dick, okay? I was allegedly working a flight two years ago from Maui to San Jose. Yeah. And on this flight, there was this person who was making flirty eyes. So I was like flirting back, but it was nothing serious, right? And so then, um, <laughs> this is when, like last season, was it two years ago? Maybe it was just a year ago. Yeah, because I remember talking about this phase in my life on the podcast. So during this phase of my life, I was like, let me be a hoe. So I downloaded Grinder, never got hooked up with anyone but no. i was like let me see if this is something i want to try you know because i'm like very big on trying things out and if i don't like it at least i tried mm-hmm. and so we land in san jose and he's like oh my god you were my flight attendant like i thought you were cute on the plane like blah blah i was like oh you were the one looking at my butt like i was just being stupid yeah and long story short he exchanged we exchanged snapchats which i was like okay how old are you because i don't do snapchat I know. but i was like i will just to see where it goes. And he kept sending me dick pics, unsolicited dick pics, right? And yeah. I'm like, okay, me too. But I was like, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Not hashtag me too, but just like, bitch, me too. No, no. <laughs> no. So hashtag me too. I'm no. Like, I didn't ask for that. But then also like not hashtag me too because it's fine. Right. <laughs> like I'm a grown ass man. It's okay. <laughs> and so then um, he started sending me dick pics and um, – I never sent him anything. Swear to God, Bible. Mm-hmm. Didn't send him a single thing. And then one time he sent me something. And I like commented with like a face, like that emoji that I always use where the eyes are just big and you're staring. Yeah. Because this guy's dick looked huge. And um, he was like, send me something for my birthday. And I was like, oh my God, when's your birthday? He's like, today. And I was like, today's your birthday? And I knew I was on like the, the mass mailing list of his Snapchat for these dick yeah. pics. Like literally yeah. I don't talk to him and all of a sudden I'm getting dick pics. I'm like, how many bitches are you sending this out to? Mm-hmm. He actually admitted he does that. But again, we're not in a couple. I'm not like, I don't care. What does it matter? Yeah, yeah. what does it matter? So I'm like, cool. I'm on the mailing list. Awesome. <laughs> um, and so I was getting all the coupons. <laughs> <laughs> and so then um coupon queen coupon queen and so then um he was like tell me when you're in san jose tell me when you're in san jose i'm like uh-huh uh-huh but i never would and then he, he sent me a picture of his birthday on his birthday and i was like oh it's your birthday he's like yeah i was like wait how old are you turning this motherfucker said he is 21 and i was like ah bitch <laughs> and so i was like what the fuck this is for real hashtag him too, too bitch <laughs> <laughs> hashtag him too for real and so um long story short i realized he is way too young so i was like that is a no it's gonna be a no for me dog okay in the words of randy jackson and so then um i i guess didn't remember that because cut now like later as i'm feeling like oh i'm single like i should be slutty like da 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 i was like 
um, working a flight to San Jose. And I was like, let me just reach out to him. So I was like, yeah. hey, I'm in town. He's like, okay, we're, we're getting together. Like, I'm going to come over. And I was like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, do it. I was over. like, do it, baby. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast because this is going to be really <laughs> Did mad. Did you tell him about it? No. Oh. But I mean – it's on your Instagram. Instagram yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Anyways, I really don't care. But regardless, um, he uh, <laughs> reached out and was like, yeah. So I, I land. I'm like so tired. This is what I learned about myself. See, this is why you guys should don't put yourself. until you're in your exactly. room. And you're like, oh, this, I can do it. This is, this is what I mean, you guys. You learn a lot about yourself on what not to do. I don't see these as failures. I just see them as learning opportunities, okay? When I planned to hook up with him, I was horny. When it actually was time to hook up with him, I was not horny. So if I'm going to be horny, it has to happen then and there uh-huh. or it's not going to fly. So the night before when I was like, yeah, let's hook up, I was like all about it. Then the night of came and I was like, oh, fuck, bitch. Like, this is the last thing I want to do. I don't want to see a dick. I don't want to hear a dick. I don't want to ta- hear a dick. Yeah, hear a dick. I don't want to <laughs> taste a dick. I don't want dick. Okay. So I was like, but I feel bad. For whatever reason, I felt like I owed him something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just have him come over. If he doesn't text me by 10.30 p.m., I'm going to bed. Yeah. 10.24, he responds. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was at work. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm literally right down the street. Where where should I go? And I was like, fuck. So I was like, room, blah, blah, blah. He legit was right down the street. Yeah. That motherfucker must have been in the lobby. Because literally, <laughs> no longer than two minutes later, I hear a knock on the door. I open the door. I don't know who showed up to this door, but it definitely was not the person I remember seeing on the plane. Okay? There was a resemblance of the same person, but it was not the same like person. Like what? He got fat? He got ugly? He got a bad haircut? I don't know what it was, but it was just not the same person. Okay. And if I saw this person on the plane, I probably would not have even gone this far with this person. Yeah. So I was like, damn. So I sucked his dick. <laughs> <laughs> But before I did, I uh, closed all the curtains. I turned off all the lights. I was like, as long as, like, I I think part of it was like, I was not horny. So I was like, not feeling it. Uh Like, he wasn't an ugly person. So if you are listening, hey, you're not an ugly. Okay. (laughs) An ugly? Yeah, you're not an ugly. Like, you don't look like you're from Fraggle Rock. Because, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. my judgment is very questionable. Um, Mm -hmm. But I will say that if my friends saw him, they would probably give him a strong six- yeah, six. Okay. <laughs> Strong six. Okay. Um, but I will say his dick was so big, okay? Mm. Um, it lasted all of 40 minutes because I instantly started like 40? Ooh, 40 minutes. I was like, that's Sorry. not the story you told me. Thank you for correcting me because you know when I get on a story, I just throw out shit. Yeah. All of 40 seconds, okay? Okay. And um, he, he came in my mouth without <laughs> warning me, okay? So now I'm sitting here swallowing a stranger's cum. And I'm like, how did like, I love it? I'm here. So for here's it. the I'm thing. For it. Here's the thing. At this moment, not even aroused, I'm like wondering, how did I get here in my life? A 30 year old bald man <laughs> sucking a 20 year old dick. Voluntarily bald. Yeah, but you still. Your head. Sh- regardless, I'm painting a picture. Okay, <laughs> a 30 year old bald man sucking a 21 year old dick, getting cum down, shot down his throat in pitch blackness. Like, okay, because the room was pitch dark. In San Jose, when all I wanted to do was sleep to keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> Yet here I am. And a single tear fell out of my eye. Just kidding. <laughs> but instantly, he was like, he came and he's like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like that, yeah. That was so good. What was like, your blah, reaction blah. when he came? Did you like... I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like trying not to make a sound because I didn't want to sound like a bitch. Like I didn't want to sound like a pussy ass bitch. I don't know why I cared so much, but I was like, I want to sound like I do swallow all the time i don't but 
for what he knew, I was like, but you know, guys sometimes like it when you gag. For sure. But I don't know if I would like a guy to gag when I'm coming because I'm no, like, I oh, I probably taste I'd really bad. I'd be like, bad. oh, I should have had a pineapple today. Seriously. Yeah. But long story short, long story long, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I sucked his dick. He went home. Um, I was like, oh my God, I have to be up so early. Like, sorry. And this is what's bad too. When he walked in, I just instantly started kissing him because I was like, oh shit, I can't. Like, let me just yeah. start, get this going. And he's like, how was your flight? And I started oh. kissing him. And he was like, wait, how was your flight? Like, trying to have a conversation. Oh. I was like, oh, uh, good. And I started kissing him and then instantly just went down because yeah. I was like, let's get this done with. Um, again, if you're listening, it wasn't bad. It was just, <laughs> I don't think I was really wanting the situation to happen. And I was like, let me just get this over with yeah. and get it done with. Yeah. But mind you, now cut two weeks later. He texts me and he was like, when are we meeting up again? Not text me, but Snapchats me. And he's like, when are you meeting up again? And I was like, um, I don't know when I'm in San Jose, which is honest. And he was like, honestly, that was the best head I've ever had. And I was like, wait, for real? And I felt so <laughs> special. And he's like, no, seriously, it was so good. I was like, oh, my God, thank you. I can't you. wait to tell this story at your wedding. <laughs> to him. Married to who? Him. <laughs> I'm married to him. Yeah. Work. Yeah. <laughs> work 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 yeah so yeah i'm like sitting here thriving you guys You're thriving thriving who am i thinking i'm sad okay bitch i'm sucking dick in the dark like let's go fuck the days of um cum farts we're on to like come like cum burps cum burp queen <laughs> <laughs> but no that dick would not have going like that dick would not go inside me no way mm. I think I want a bottom more this year. Like, honestly, like when I visualize what's going on in my sex life, I see myself bottoming more. Yes. Um, so I'm kind of excited for that journey. A little bit scared, but I'm here for it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm. Stay tuned, y'all. Great. Um, let's actually talk about what's really going on. Do you have anything else to fill in? Um, I'm going to throw in a quick in season here because we're not going to do in season but yeah one we will thing that, save it great i'll save we'll it. do a say we always okay have but if i forget season. just remind me that it's on the topic of like sex and what we just talked okay, about. okay 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 great. okay so update i y'all. know there were so many jokes i wanted to make in like when you were talking about like swallowing for a stranger and all this <laughs> stuff and like so with that said all of that happened pre-coronavirus pre-corona <laughs> but is that not the topic of the fucking month the century of, this, of the year yeah oh <sighs> So we're on quarantine right now. Yeah. Um, both of us as flight attendants. <laughs> None of them has no to say. At all. Like, we, where do you even start with this, It's a this, mess. Though. It's a motherfucking mess. Um, it's a pandemic. It's a global pandemic. Literally. Okay. At first, I thought everyone was overreacting, which I kind of still feel the same way. Well, I feel like because- Careful, because Vanessa Hudgens just got canceled for saying that. Really? Yeah. Oh. She, like, went on a live Instagram and was like, I mean, people might die, but, like, that's reality, right? Like, everyone's kind of overreacting. And okay. And people are like, I'm not, okay, bitch. I'm not that insensitive, but <laughs> yeah. let me explain. I feel like what's more jarring is that not that people think that the flu of coronavirus is, like, a, 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 like you can get it. What's more jarring to me is that people are surprised that they have to practice good hygiene, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's weird. Like, people are upset that all of a sudden they have to wash their hands and stuff. I'm like, bitch, you should have been doing that. Because, like, know. the way people act on the plane, I'm like, you're still going to get it, right? Like, people yeah. are coming on the plane with gloves and a mask. But then what they'll do is pull their mask down to scratch their face, to, like, mm-hmm. rub their nose. Eat and drink. Someone was eating a sandwich with their gloves on. Ew. Like, what? Oh, I saw a mom who, like, straight up. Didn't wipe anything down, but, like, let her son eat a sandwich off the tray yeah. table. Yeah. Which I will say, uh, 
the as planes, flight attendants, we have never seen cleaner flights. Never. Not only because of what our companies are doing, but because every single passenger, which like isn't many these days, but every single passenger comes on and wipes down the seats, the floors, the tray tables, the the overhead bins, yep. the armrests, like Everything. the headrests, the screens. Every single thing is wiped down. They start um like pressure washing, pressure washing <laughs> the carpet in the plane. For real. <laughs> um, which yeah. I didn't know. So like. Our company told us that we were not allowed to use um, Clorox wipes, I believe. Like, those weren't considered sanitary enough. We have, like, special sanitizing wipes that we are provisioned with. Mind you, pause. Everything that's on the plane is, like, medical-grade disinfectant. Like, it strips everything. So when we wash our hands on the plane, like, our skin is so dry, not only because of the atmosphere, but because literally that soap strips all kinds of everything from your fucking body but Um, go ahead sorry but like this virus has gotten so bad that they've cleared clorox wipes now they're like if people come on and use those or like if if like because basically we've used our medical grade stuff so intensely that now we have to move to clorox because we are Are on a shortage yeah yeah, of the of the other stuff but it's been so apparently we've been given a guideline that clorox wipes will disinfect the corona like if that's Mm -hmm. living Mm -hmm. on any surfaces like it's okay to use but here's my thing with this and this is why i feel like personally in my own life and again this is coming from my own experience that's not to say your experience is wrong this is just me i never get sick Mm. like the last time i've been sick is probably like five years ago but that's only because i practice good health practices like I'm not a germaphobe. A cough for six months. Yeah, but that was not that was allergies. Yeah, but like the thing is that like I practice good hygiene practices. You were patient zero. (laughs) (laughs) It all coronavirus started in San Jose. (laughs) (laughs) In the dark room (laughs) with one bald guy and a 21 year old. Um, But I practice good. Yeah, like I know. You know what I mean? Like before I eat, I wash my hands. Um, I don't just stick my fingers in my mouth. I like if I take public transportation or like when I'm on the plane, because I know how dirty those planes Mm -hmm. are, I'm just aware of having to be clean. Yeah. That like I just feel like I won't get sick. But because people, I guess, think that their house is clean or whatever the case is, they just think, let me put everything in my mouth. It's weird. Yeah. And I think that's why I feel like it's not a big deal to me because like I wouldn't let someone cough in my face or Mm -hmm. sneeze on me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And if that was the case, I would like disinfect. Again, this could be me being ignorant. I'm aware of that. But I feel like from my experience of like being in understood dirty places, Mm -hmm. I feel like I have good hygiene practices. Well, I mean, like I'll tell you, there's never been a worse time for me to have allergies. I know, and allergy symptoms because <laughs> i've been sneezing like crazy and like even in a crew van where like i've been with this crew all day and yeah. they like know that i'm good i'm like allergies i swear leave me alone it was just a sneeze like you know i had to get it out but um one thing that i told you that again i feel like i feel like i already practiced it, everything you just said one thing that like shifted my perspective a little and like made a little more sense maybe for the general public um was somebody recommended that people start living not in a way that they don't want to be infected, but that they have already been infected and they don't want to spread it to anybody else. I think that's the best way to flip it to know like, yeah, yeah. if you touch something, wash it. If right. You, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like I just think that it, it not only makes us cautious and aware for ourselves, but it helps us do our part for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause oftentimes like we'll, we'll go about cleaning everything for ourselves and like anything that we may encounter or touch, but like, we don't think to clean it again after we touch it because we just assume that we're 
I almost said safe, that we're healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to thinking like, maybe we are carrying it. Like we should probably clean it again mm-hmm. to make sure that somebody who sits here after us, like, isn't going to mm-hmm. pick it up, you know? And like, what I don't understand is this hysteria of like buying toilet paper, buying milk, buying eggs. Like, well, I told you what that was. What? Like they taught, there was a doctor on the view that talked about it and it's it's like one of the only senses of normalcy that people feel right now mm. so they were saying it's more like, psychological than it is 100 percent. so they were saying like going to the bathroom is something you know everybody essentially has to go to the bathroom right and it, even like if we're quarantined and locked and shut in we're gonna eat we're gonna snack we're gonna wake up and have to go to the bathroom at the end of the day that comes down to like the psychological um comfort of knowing like you can at least wipe your own ass and not feel like right. you're in danger or like you can't even have access to basic simple needs like that which is like i i think also explains like the water and food shortages that every town across the country yeah. or across the, the world is experiencing where like you walk in and you're like why are people stocking up like the apocalypse mm-hmm. apocalypse is about to happen and we're not gonna be able to leave for seven months it's just like people want to know that they can walk to their fridge and have something in it. But the, what's weird is like if I were to buy a 36 pack roll of toilet paper, that shit will literally last me uh-huh. all like a good four months. Mm-hmm. Like how I don't get it. And I'm like, I shit a lot. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. Well, I mean, that also comes down to people not knowing how to use toilet paper. But then also like say you run out of toilet paper, just what take a shower. Yeah. Like we should all be. So actually when I brought up the baby wipe thing to David, uh-huh. He brought up, he's like, fuck the baby wipes. He's like, invest in a do, uh, not a douche, a bidet. bidet. And he's like, I mean, those have doubled in price on even like Amazon now ever yeah. since this started. But he's like, just get a bidet. And I was like, oh, that's smart too. <laughs> but you know, someone said too, they're like, if you were to step barefoot in dog shit, would you just wipe it off your foot with a paper towel? Or no. would you take a shower and wash it? Yeah. And I was like, true. And like, it's the same thing with your ass. Like, a bidet you're washing your ass rather than like Mm -hmm. toilet paper you're just like wiping it into your skin i was like someone who is a connoisseur of eating ass that's a very valid point but then again i'm not eating ass right after someone takes a shit and wipes it with toilet paper oh you're not (laughs) shut the fuck up same 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 (laughs) bitch of course i put ranch on it first (laughs) yum (laughs) ranch i would what would be a good condiment on some like butthole chocolate syrup you think so? No. I don't know. I know that I feel like that would look so like, gross. I feel like mint. Like uh, mint something. Like a little like a mint what? Like b- banaka. Do you remember banaka? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what does that sound like a girl you would hang out with? Banaka? Yeah. I knew her. She went to high school with me. <laughs> her and Kenosha. Yeah. Kenosha and Banaka. Hey B. <laughs> what up, girl? You look at minty fresh today. I would do two two squirt do two squirts of that on a butthole. So you're just thinking like a, a spray of some sort. I mean, whatever. You yeah. could put marshmallows. Oh. You could put a ham sandwich. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know what you're into. Work. Fair. Um, okay, so what... I don't know. Anything else you want to say about Corona? Um, that shit wasn't invited to my birthday party yet. She wants to make an appearance. Okay? <laughs> I'm trying to have a taco party for my 31st birthday at my house. Which is next week. And ain't nobody trying to come because we can't have more than 10 people at a time so i'm gonna have to stagger times for people to show up and i'm like you can show up this hour this hour is for you no i'm just kidding i'm probably gonna cancel it because people like my hysterical friends are like you don't understand it's blah 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 i'm like okay well i will say i've been mad at people going out um like i mean up until recently when they finally closed down bars and clubs but all the people our age who were making it a point of like still going out and doing all these coronavirus challenges like that girl 
I saw a video of a girl, but apparently it was a whole challenge, like licking toilet seats. I saw that. Like, what the fuck? That's disgusting. That's why we're on quarantine because dumbasses like you feel like you can go out. And what race like, were they? Feel like you can go what out. What race were they? Girl, you know, I think the white race is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to say any more? I just want you to say it because the rest of America is thinking it. Okay. I know. Well, that, that video of like all the Floridians on spring break and they're yeah. like, I think the world is like, you know, we have more bigger th- pressing things that we need to worry about, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, true, we do. But, like, we also have this story about right mm-hmm. now, you know. And it's like, just stay the fuck in. Or, like, get you a know group what? of five of you and have a great time in somebody's house. You know what I actually think, though, is I feel like the coronavirus um, will actually help politically for us to get a different face in the White House, honestly. I don't know why that I feel that way, but I feel like... Yeah. All this is like a gift from the universe for it to line up for something bigger that is going to be affected that seems like it's completely left field. Well, it's already helping with climate change. That's like true. the way that they've seen swans and dolphins in the Venice canals, yeah. which haven't been and there like for if years. people took climate change as serious as uh, they do with coronavirus, yeah. this shit could be cured. Well, but see, that's what's that's what's super annoying is it's less about the people caring and more about our fucking governments caring. Yeah, like our governments are the ones putting people on quarantine. Right, because if know? they weren't said, if that none of that happened, people would still be out and mm-hmm. about, yeah, infecting each other. Yeah, 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 it's very true. Um, I don't know. I feel like we were kind of all over the place with talking about it, but it is a very like messy situation. Um, well, let's get into what the airlines, since we both work in the airline yeah. industry, I think it kind of sucks for the big legacy carriers that go internationally because uh-huh. all of Europe is shut off, all of uh um Asia is shut off, and then other countries and continents are shutting off. Australia as well. and New Zealand just closed their borders. Well that makes sense. Mexico yeah. is doing it mm-hmm. soon here too, I think. Or they're they're talking about it. Yeah. But for you guys that fly like for those airlines it makes sense why it affects you so much more, but us being just like a domestic based airline is like mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I mean, every flight is affected, though. True. Yeah. Like, I've worked 12 flights in the past eight days, and Mm -hmm. every single one, there was no more than 20 people. Yeah. But I am here for it. Oh, I love it. Not in, like, like a profit sense. Yeah, Yeah. because that kind of scares me for what could happen. But as far as, like, work... Girl, it feels like I'm just riding passenger. Literally. <laughs> every flight. Literally, yeah. We're just eating the first class meals. <laughs> uh-huh. The other day, like literally, because our jump seats are a little bit not comfortable. Mm. There was only three people in first class. Everyone was taken care of. I am very good at about doing that. Yeah. I sat in a first class seat and just chilled out. Yeah, for six hours. I read a book. <laughs> and then anytime someone would get up to you about them, like, do you need anything else? And they're like, no. Or yeah. someone would be like, can I get a coffee? I'm like, yeah. When you come out, I'll have it at your seat. Yeah. Um, a lot of people we've talked about this have been like expecting a lot of things. Oh my God. But here's the thing because these flights are wide open for the most part, I'll give you as many snacks as you want yeah. or drink. If you want a whole can, you could take the can. Um, when you come at me expecting me to give you these things or expecting me to give you your own row of seats and treating me in a, in a way that like tells me you already think you're above me in this situation. I'm going to shut that down real fast. Yeah. You're going to get one snack. You're going to sit amongst three people in a row when there's a whole plane of open seats. Um, and the only reason you're on this motherfucking plane is because we're here at work. Yeah. Okay. So don't treat yeah. us like we're below you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. Um, but we yeah. out here thriving. I know. 
Living together in Long Beach. That's like my new thing. Anytime things are really fucking fucked up, I'm like, ooh, thriving. <laughs> <laughs> like when someone's like walking through the airport and drops everything, I'm like, yes, you better thrive. <laughs> <laughs> You're living. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only thing that's going on because the gym I coach at is closed. Everything's closed. Disneyland, Disneyland is closed. closed. Luckily, I have a job that still has Same. to keep in operation. Somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah. yeah so Same. I'm like, we out here. I know we're we're offering leaves. I haven't taken them yet, but the issue is like I would take one for the sacrifice of my specific company. Yeah, but I would need I still need an income of some sort, and obviously nobody's hiring because everything's closed. Yeah, you know. I feel like that's pretty much it for our life. If you guys have any other questions on things that you felt like we did not wrap up on from the last time we recorded, please ask us anything. Mm-hmm. We love that. Okay, we love it. Going forward, though. There's quite a few changes that we want to announce, I guess. Obviously, you guys, we're going to try to test out that we're going to have a whole bunch of guests on board. So mm-hmm. if there's anyone that you have in mind that you want us to interview or try to get on the podcast, let, let us, us know. know. We'll try to do it. The episode should be more up to date. Yeah, current. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into this in season. Great. Okay, I remember. I don't need a reminder. Um, so since my um, relationship with this guy that I've been dating, <clears throat> I have very much gotten into bottoming mm. and being a bottom. Um, and through that, I have been obsessed with douching. Like sometimes I do it even when I'm not going to hey, have sex. Ew. <laughs> I love it. You got to get that water clear. clear. We don't want murky murk. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, douching is my end season. I'm here for it. Okay. I travel with a douche now. I have a travel douche and a stay-at-home douche. Oh, 2020. Yeah. Things are changing Things this are year. Things are changing. Things are changing. Okay. Um, for me, in season, hmm. I just feel like there's this weird optimism that I feel in my heart hmm. and in my gut that I think 2020 is going to be a big year for me. Okay. Um, obviously, <laughs> the world is ending, so <laughs> mm, that's not a good sign, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like optimism is your yeah. In-season? Optimism is my in season. Like okay. I, I feel like me tapping into my gut, feeling very mentally clear. Like I have a lot of clarity. You've um, douched your mental mindset. Yeah, I douche my mental mindset. Yeah. My mind is coming out clear. Okay. <laughs> um, my understanding of the jobs that I have in my life. I don't feel like I'm stressed out anymore. Not that it ever stressed me, but the idea of finances and blah blah blah, stressed me out but that has uh mentally got douched from my mind (laughs) and then um spiritually i'm on this journey of like i don't mean spiritually in the sense of like finding god or -hmm. like a religion but spiritually in the sense of like finding who i am um not that i didn't know that either but i just i just feel like i'm on this journey of like really looking internally and i think for me, the big buzzword is like my emotional health mm-hmm. and seeing what I can like give out and take back and stuff like that. And so I, I just feel like there's a lot, to, a lot of optimism because I think where I'm at in life, I feel gung ho about working on myself yeah. and um, I feel like I'm going in the right direction. So I'm optimistic about smashing it. Great. Well, I love that journey for you. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, thank you guys so much for listening. You know what I mean? Like, there we are. Um, we back in action. We are um, back. 
I don't know how this year is going to go, considering <laughs> everything that is going on. We might. Be this might be the only thing you all have to do because we might be quarantined for another six months. <laughs> Literally. That's a lot of content. Like all, all of the things that we hoped for kind of are ruined already because we're like, <laughs> we're going to have guests bitch where like right everyone's like sorry i'm locked in locked in yeah we already try to have like three guests recordings and every single person they all faked "Mm." coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah hopefully you guys are excited to be back with us because we are excited to be back with you we are excited and as always you guys um please follow us on instagram at fruit snacks pod and then you can email us at fruit snacks pod at gmail.com and please um as always we love to hear from you guys give us feedback all that stuff um hopefully this wasn't a boring episode because we wanted the first episode just to be back in action and start off with conversation catch you up let you know what's happening yeah yeah great anyways well i'm off to dc tomorrow where are you going uh kansas city missouri there's at least a chipotle next door so now i can order that yes diarrhea right you better go come through go off go off in the wood (laughs) okay great (laughs) we'll see you guys next week on fruit snacks and thank you guys so much for listening Bye. bye